All right, all right. Welcome back here to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Um, of course, your host, Easy Money Sanders. Got my boy Dupree with me. Yo, 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 yo. What's going on, Sanders? Yes, sir, man. No much, bro. I'm just trying to survive out here in this cold weather, bro. You know, we ain't, <laughs> we ain't used to this down south. Yeah, I'm getting used to it up here, man. I'm getting used to it. Yeah, nah, I don't, I don't know about this. I ain't feeling it. Then, uh, man, I got my boy all the way out in New Mexico right now. My boy Brashawn. What's up, man? What's good, bro? You straight? I'm all good, bro. So, how did you end up being in New Mexico? We're gonna get right into that, <laughs> <laughs> man. It's lit. It's lit for sure. I just want to know how did you get out there, bro? Bro, so uh, so I graduated last May, really. And um uh, man, just really was working over the something, you know, COVID most most of us shut down. And uh so I was really just working, stacking money. And my uh, my pops, him and his uh him and my him and my, uh, my mother in law, they uh they moved from Detroit, but they end up uh, you know, selling their house, being able to move whatever they they went to Santa Fe, which is like an hour from me. And uh they moved in like September, invited me out here, bro, and uh I came out here. I like I ain't moved there because it's kinda like uh Moving there is kind of like moving to like a Franklin, Brent, Brentwood. It's more expensive, more like a retirement, you know what I'm saying? Sitting like Albuquerque, more like a Murfreesboro, Millennial Nashville, younger. It looks a little bit cheaper, too. So then just came out here, applied for an apartment, got a job with a, like AmeriCorps, which basically like a – you can you – know, a lot of people work for them during school, but you can after, too. And it's basically just like – I work, I work with the Boys and Girls Club, so I'm like a youth uh, professional development uh, counselor, basically. Okay. Yeah, so this basically just how it worked out, bro. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? God just put stuff in order and went from there, really. Okay, bro. Okay, man. Congrats well, to you, bro. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate y'all for it. Man, so I mean, shoot, how, how is it, bro, out there? Just living out there in general, bro? Like, what's the difference between, you know, <laughs> New Mexico and Tennessee? Man, it's it's or it's like a totally different. That's what I would say. It's like a totally different aesthetic, bro. It's like it ain't like your West Coast, like Cali vibes. Yeah, but it's just. I mean, like because what's like the elevation so high, bro. It's like the first thing is just you just so close to the mountains. Like right now, like if I well, if it's in me, obviously it's nighttime. But like in the morning, I want to wake up, take a hike, bro. It's literally ten minutes to the east. You know what I'm saying? You go over there. I mean, it's just like different trails. I mean, all around really, and it's. It, it's just really totally. It ain't really like a lot of people think, bro. You know, it's a lot of America. I mean, it's still in America. Both folks be think, bro, you move to Mexico, like, nah, bro. I'm in the states. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> it's just, it's just like I said, bro. It's just an aesthetic, man. It's just different. Like the elevations, like you got to get used to that, especially like if you work out. But the people, man. I mean, most people talk about southern hospitality, man. It's I probably say it's better here, man. Like the people, like they just they cool, man. If you need any help with anything, trying to get adjusted. I mean, I would say, like, the only difference is, like, it is, like, a lot of, um, like, homelessness here. So, like, you kind of see that. But, like, besides that, man, it, it's cool. It's, it's it's basically like a – it's like being out west, but you don't get, like, that that steady, like, fast come and go by like you would in, like, an L.A. Or, or, like, a Dallas somewhere. Okay. Okay. That's that's what's up. I can dig it. I can dig it for sure. For sure. Yeah, facts. Man, but – been a little, it, it feel like it's been a minute, bro, but it ain't really been a minute since we did uh, an episode. It just feel like it, bro, but, uh, man, we're going to get right into it. Um, we're going to start off 
Uh, of course, right now in the NFL, real quick, just because it won't take too much time. Um, even in the offseason, the NFL always seems to find a way to make some type of news um, somehow, some way. And, I mean, the latest, biggest news that we got is Carson Wentz getting traded from Philly, going to Indy um, for, what was it, a third a third round pick and a conditional second round pick that could possibly turn into a first round, uh, depending on, I guess, how often or how much uh, Carson Wentz uh, plays. And I know a lot of people is like catching their attention just because of who's the head coach down in Indy, which is Frank Wright, who was the Eagles' former offensive coordinator back when Carson Wentz was fully healthy and looking like that he could be their franchise guy in Philly um, and everything like that. So I guess, I mean, whoever want to go first, it really don't matter. But what's like when you saw the trade go down, which – the rumors and the murmurs been going on for a minute that that was the top destination for him to probably go to anyway. So I know there's like not real any shock to it, but I mean, any initial thoughts or thinkings of how it benefits both teams or one team specifically, what was like y'all thoughts on that with the trade going down? Uh, I would say uh, me personally, I mean, we knew it was coming, so it wasn't like a big shock. I was kind of happy just because, I, I mean, I'm hoping they, they pass the reins to, to Jalen Hurts. You know, they let him step up and, and see what he can do for a full season. I think he – for one, I think he's just a real good dude, hard worker. I think, like, he's definitely a guy I feel like they can lead a locker room. If they, they, you know, they put the right piece – definitely, you know, improve the O-line around them, get a couple more pieces. So, I was more happy on the, on the side of just, you know, hoping he get a chance. Because I mean, we knew Wentz. I mean, it was you know what I'm saying like it, everybody knew that he was he was gonna get traded. So I was just happy for the Eagles in the sense that I hope they they give him a chance to, to prove himself as a starter for like a long period of time, really. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's a little twofold. Um, I think now the best thing for Carson Wentz was to be paired back up with Frank Wright, like like Sanders said, he had his when he had his best season, Frank Wright was his offensive coordinator. So um this is gonna be a fresh new, you know, a fresh new start, new beginning for for Carson Wentz, which I think is what he, uh what he needed. However, on the Eagles side, I'm I'm a little confused because although I do believe, like Rashawn said, that the, we knew that the trade was coming down. Um, the reason why they wanted to let go of Doug Peterson ownership, I'm speaking of, once let go of Doug Peterson was because he didn't want Carson Wentz to be the starter. He wanted Jalen Hurst to be the starter. And they were supposedly hiring a coach to whoever they hired to be the coach he was supposed to want Carson Wentz as the starter. And you hire a coach and then you trade Carson Wentz. So I'm I'm I I'm not I don't get it. I don't get what, what the thought process is um with trading him at all. If you wanted him to be the quarterback and you were bought in on him being the quarterback, why did you then turn around and trade him? away if that was supposed to be your guy 
So it's a little twofold for me. It, I mean, it is what it is. I think it's going to be good for Jalen because now you don't have that that you don't have to worry about somebody behind you or someone in your ear if you mess up, if you have a bad game, now all of a sudden it's murmurs of, oh, okay, yo, they're going to start Carson Wentz or they're going to bitch Jalen Hurts. Like, what are you going to do? He doesn't have to worry about that anymore. He can just go out there and play football and not worry about having somebody always in his uh, in, that, in his back pocket and everything like that. Um, so it gives him an opportunity, which I think he's going to take, he's going to take advantage of. Um, I think uh, the Eagles will be better better with Car- with Jalen Hurts, and I think the Colts will be better with with uh, Carson Wentz. To be quite honest with you, you got an athletic guy who can move around. And you're talking about uh, a quarterback, or I'm sorry, you're talking about an offensive line that hasn't, they gave up what, 19 sacks or 17 sacks or something like that this past year? Like, yeah. They don't, they don't, they don't give up sacks. This is a, this is an offensive line that does not allow sacks. You got Quentin Nelson, you got that defense. So Indy was good this past year. They're right back in the thick of it again. Um, especially if Frank Reich can get Carson Wentz back to playing like how he was before. So um, I think it's a it's a good situation for both for both franchises. But I'm just kind of I'm a little confused of what what Philly's thinking on this was. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm kind of with a mix of both of y'all. I think it's a I mean as far as like on paper, I think it's a win win for at least what both teams wanted. Uh, Indy needed a quarterback just due to Phillip Rivers retiring um, after his one year stint there, and you can just tell that it was just it was just time for Philly to move on to from Carson Wentz that it wasn't working uh, apparently, and that whatever relationship that they had there between him and Peterson and, and management and all that, it, I mean, it was out the window. It was it was gone. It was done for. Uh, they needed to do that. And I mean, we saw it. We saw it last year watching the games, like the flashes of Jalen Hurts. Like it's it's potential there to see what he can do, and just to go ahead and give him a shot. Um, I guess they talking about doing an open competition, but I honestly feel like in the small sample that he had, that he deserves the right to be QB number one up there in Philly. Um, I I don't. I mean, I don't even know like who else <laughs> is up there. <laughs> <laughs> what's his name Nate <laughs> Nate Sudfield or whatever like the way that they brought him out there they gave him against Washington like this was senior night in high school bro like that was lame <laughs> that was lame bro like so even there it was like that's some that was some fishy stuff there with that going on but um, I think it's a win-win on both sides we'll see how much uh, what Philly would do now and who they'll be looking for or trying to bring in as far as like talent around Hurts because um, I think, like I said, I just think he should be the starting quarterback. I don't think they should be worrying about really a, a competition um, to a certain extent. And then same thing for uh, Carson Wentz. I mean, you reunite with your offensive coordinator who had you playing at, MV, at an MVP-type level before you uh, got hurt. Um, I mean, you got a monster of a running game back there, one of the best offensive, linemen, one of the best offensive lines um, in the league. A three-headed running back monster when I when they're all health uh, all healthy, um, 
the wide receiving core is decent. Uh, T.Y. Hilton's future future is up in the air. There, he doesn't know if he wants to uh, be there or not. I think I think he's an unrestricted free agent uh, this offseason. So, yeah, that's you know depending on what's going on. But I think all in all, it's like it's a win win. It's interesting to see. Um, one last question on that, and then we'll go ahead and move on. Does Carson Wentz make Indy the same team as the way that Philly Rivers did it? Just, you know, a, a good team, a playoff team, and that's it? Or is there something to where he could either make them better or possibly make them worse? I say, um, I was just, that's funny. I was just thinking that question too. Me personally, I feel as if. I don't think he can really do any better than what Phillip Rivers did, just me personally. And then when you think about the AFC, bro, y'all got to think, I mean, are they going to be better than the Chiefs? I, mean, I don't think none of them, you know, even think to claim that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you got the Bills up and coming. I mean, they look like they just, you know, they was right there with the Chiefs, you know, a few plays here and there, you know, they could have been, you know, potentially, you know, in the Super Bowl, making that a game. So, I don't think they better than either one of them two teams. I mean, in the, are they better than Titans? If we, if you get the MVP wins, maybe. But the Titans, you know, I mean, they've been known the last few years to be really good in the regular season. So I don't know if they can even, you know, beat them for that to get that division crown. So I mean, when you look at them three, t- them three teams, to me, I don't think that they're better than them. Even with you know a good win, I don't like. I said I don't think he's gonna be any better than really. I don't think he's gonna surpass what Phillip Rivers did. So to me. I mean, I think at at the very best to me, I think it keeps them where they at. You know, AFC wild card maybe upset somebody to get to to the divisional round, but I don't see them him being better than what Phillip Rivers was for them. Man, I could I could see them doing some damage, man. I, the 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 thing for me with Carson Wentz has been his durability. We know what was going on, you know, in Philly. He was throwing to some – he was throwing the guys off the practice squad and guys were dropping passes and everything like that. But he wasn't playing too hot himself. Um, but I think if he can stay healthy, like I said, I, I think this is the right – This, if there was a reset button, this is the one that he needed. I think this is the one that he needed if there was ever a reset button for a quarterback. Um. They'll still be good enough to make the playoffs. But like Brashawn said, do I think they could win the division. But do I see them being better than KC? No. Do I see them being better than Buffalo, even though they gave Buffalo a tough game? I don't think so. Even Baltimore, I don't see them thinking with Baltimore right now. Um, but that's, you know, Baltimore got their own set of problems. So, I could I could see them I could see them winning because I mean they were they needed help but they were one game away from winning the, the division this year so I could see them winning possibly winning the division but outside of that um, I think they're gonna need a little bit more a little bit more um, help so we'll see yeah I mean it's gonna be interesting to see about it and figure out what goes on from there. Um, this is just the start of many talks and moves that's going on uh, in the offseason. Just find it funny with that this 2016 class of quarterbacks, what's going on. The number one pick, 
Jared Goff, he's been traded. Number two pick, Carson Wentz, he's been traded. Uh, Dak Prescott, he's still dealing with contract issues with the Cowboys. Uh, that's just, I don't know, kind of strange with all that is going on with that with that draft class. But uh, moving on to the meat of the, the podcast of this episode here, um, Gonna talk about the NBA, man. We hadn't talked to, we hadn't talked hoops on here in a good little minute. I mean, it's, it's been a lot going on, but at this juncture right now, I mean, we coming up, um, I guess on the the first half break here of the season, coming up on the All Star game in about a couple of weeks or so. Um, the starters were just named a couple of days ago. So out east, we got Kyrie Irving, Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant. Uh, Giannis Cupo and Joel Embiid. Out west, um, we got Luka, Luka Doncic, Stephen Curry, LeBron James, uh, Jokic, and Kawhi. Where did the fans get it wrong? Man, I don't think they got it wrong, man. Okay. Um, I think... I mean, I know Luca came out saying today he came out and said he felt like, you know, that Dame um, should have made it and that Dame should have had his spot. But when you're averaging 39 and 9, bro, I mean, to me, I, that's not, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I get what Dame's been doing. I mean, Dame is Dame, top 10 player in the league. I mean, Dame time, all that. He's getting off this year, especially with CJ McCollum, what he's doing, keeping them, you know what I'm saying, top four or five seed. But like I said, I mean, yeah, I mean, but and the thing is, you can't even look at it like a team record because it's the All Star game. You know, you're just putting the best twenty five players, you know, what I'm saying total out there on the court. So it's not like we're looking for like a MVP award or some kind of award like that. So like I said, when you averaging thirty ten and ten, like there's no, I'm not going to say you, you know, you snubbed somebody else or whatever. And I mean, and to me, everybody else, I mean, like Brad Bill getting off. I think he leading the league in scoring, and he's just averaging like thirty two and a half. I mean, we know what Kyrie Irving's doing. KD's being, I mean, KD's being KD. So oh, I mean, all, I mean, LeBron is LeBron. He gonna make it till he retire. You know what I'm saying? So right. The rest of, I mean, everybody else. I mean, Steph is, you know, going crazy. So they they got it right to me. Yeah, I think they got it right too. It's they finally they put their boy Brad Bill. They gave him the respect um, that they that. He deserves. If I had to make one change, man, I, I think it would be. To be honest, I think it would be the to start Dame instead of Luca. Um, now, like Rashawn said, it's kind of hard to argue when you going thirty three, ten and ten. <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to argue that. But um, Dame Dollar, man, for, I, I think especially he he gets that that some of that West Coast bias because we don't get to see him a lot by the time the Trailblazers game come on. You're talking about it's 10 o'clock over here on this side, over here on the East Coast and everything like that. So a lot of people aren't staying up to watch him and everything. But Dan Miller has been doing this for a while now. Um, and I, I do think we do need to put some more respect on this name. But um, you can't you can't argue with 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 33-9-9. So, um, if there was one change, though, it would be it would be to put Dame in the starting lineup for me. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't really see – I think it's either or. It really makes no difference on who really could be the starter. 
I mean, I just I'm, I'm with you though, B. I just don't see how you can. <laughs> I don't see how you can see a man that's basically almost walking around here making a triple double, averaging a triple double, just about and not have him as a starter. That's just I think that would baffle. That would be mind boggling that he wouldn't be a starter um, with that. But I mean, I, I see why so many people were making was making the case for Dame and like and everything like that. But I really don't see an issue with. Um, I really don't see an issue with none of the none of the guys that starting, um, and everything like that. I think what the reserve is going to be getting named pretty here pretty soon, right? It's going to be next week, probably. Yeah, yeah. Who should who should make the All Star team? I think you definitely got to put Donovan Mitchell in there. What he's doing right now, I think they on the eleven was that eleven game win streak. I think now. Yeah where he's got them I mean that's why I say you can't really argue the Luka Dame thing because he got an argument you know if you're gonna try to say Dame should be in there that he could have been a starter I mean what he's doing right now with that team being the only superstar I mean we know the Jazz always play hard but I mean without where he, doing what he's doing I mean they're not making the playoffs you know what I'm saying he got them number one seed in the West so I say Donovan Mitchell for sure Jalen Brown's got to be in there I mean, he's he's average. He's over. You know, what I'm saying he's a twenty point scorer. I mean, the Celtics ain't doing all that. Like I said, it's an all star game. You got He's he's a top twelve player this year in the East. Um, Jay, I, Jason Tatum, for sure. You got to put. Um, I mean, I think Julius Randle got to be in there. What I mean, the Knicks are actually being competitive this year. He's averaging twenty three and eleven. I mean, that's you know what I'm saying. I mean, twenty three and eleven. That, that's that's all star numbers. That's, that's all star numbers, though. Sure. Yeah. Uh, he, them four for sure. I mean, the East is like I said, it, it's them four. I would say uh, Ice Trey. You gonna need the, the East is to me so deprived. I mean, James Harden obviously. I mean, that's that's a no brainer. He's an awesome yeah. guy. Uh, I think they need another guard. So I mean, just I, mean, I think Trey Young gets in there just because you know, for one popularity and two, I mean, what he's doing. I mean, the numbers he puts up. You got to put him in the All Star game. Out West, bro. I, I would say for sure. Um, I like D book in there. Dame's obviously gonna be in there. Um, it would be AD. AD's hurt, you know what I'm saying. So, but I like. Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me D book in there. Go ahead and give me. Uh, I'm trying to think, man, because it's I went, it's it's a lot harder because I mean, you got you got some better teams, you know what I'm saying. Where out, in, in the East, it's that's why I'm like Jeremy Grant might even make it in the East. You know what I'm saying, bro? And it's like, yeah. don't, oh, what he doing? What he don't get me wrong. What he's doing, you know, is crazy because I, as somebody that they likes the Pistons, bro, I was I remember I was in the group match with my dad, bro. I'm like, they just gave this man three years, sixty million. Like, what are you doing? You know, what I'm he averaged like twelve or five. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I think you know he. And if you just go by by numbers, you know, he should be in. Levine should be in there. I think Levine an all star this year, bro. I mean. The, what he's doing with the Bulls, I mean, he he went for um, I watched him talking to my granddad watching the Pistons game the other night, bro. I mean, he went, he think he went, he went for like forty three on the Pistons, bro. So I mean, the, the team, you know, not all that, but Levine is is the top twelve, and like I said, it's an All Star game for twenty twenty one. So you are going with the best players this year, bro. So I think I think Levine, I think Jimmy Butler should be in there, bro. Jimmy Butler and Bam. I I went a big on Butler at first. Bro got three triple doubles in the last week and a half, you know, and we know with a healthy with a healthy Heat squad, bro. They're gonna make the playoffs, you know, and him and Bam can be argued as beside Embiid as the best big in the East, 
You know, so I think the guys I named with with Bam, Bam, Jalen Brown, Tatum, Ice Trey, Jimmy Butler, the Boston squad, the Boston uh, duo, and Zach Levine, I think that rounds out the East for me. Man, I really don't have an argument. I really don't. There's really nothing for me to add, to be honest with you. Um, like you said, the West is a little tougher. Just like you said, there's better teams out there. Um, I do like D-Book. I do like D-Book being, being on the All-Star team. Donovan Mitchell being on the All-Star team as well. Um, I think CJ, I think CJ McCollum can make the All-Star team. Um, I forgot PG too. PG for sure. Yeah, Paul George too. Yeah, Paul George. <laughs> that's another one where he could go ahead. He's definitely, he stepped it up. Um, he's answered the call, answered the bell too. Um, with some of the stuff that you know that went on last last postseason and everything, how he was right. playing with the bubble and everything like that. Um, I know people aren't talking about it. And I'm, and I might be reaching here, but I don't know, man. I still like Chris Paul, dude. <laughs> I was thinking. Uh, that's a hey. that might be a reach, but I still like CP3 to possibly. I mean, he might not make it. It is what it is. It's, the the West is the West is heavy right now, but I mean, the Suns in general is. Just, I mean, they're 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 not the the Suns that we're used to the, the, of of recent memory and everything like that. But yeah. Um, out east, I really don't have a like I said, I really don't have anything to add. You gotta have the two guys from Boston. You gotta have Tatum and Brown. Um I like Julius Randle being in there, James Harden, my boy Trey Young, representing for the Hawks, uh Levine for for Chicago, and then like you said, Bam. And then I know he's been hurt. He's been dealing with these injuries and everything. But like you said, Jimmy Butler too, man. <laughs> Jimmy Butler too, like you said. If Jimmy Butler had been playing this whole time, we know what's going on with the Heat. We know what's going on. You saw what happened in the bubble. So he's came, he's come back and he's showing you what's, you know, what's up. So, um, yeah, I really don't have any. I don't have any argument. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's easier to like. I don't want to say like grade or like make a decision on the East, but it is compared to the West because like. Out west, bro, we know like somebody gonna get left out. Like, like John ja Morant is one of the guards that could possibly could make that could oh, have his name in there. But like, it, they, bro, the West is so deep at the guard position, bro. Like, he probably would get left out because yeah, like, definitely, like you said, you gotta you gotta throw you gotta have Donovan Mitchell in there. At this point, you gotta throw D Book in there. I mean, PG. I mean, the only, the only, I mean, the only way that is, I guess, that someone else could get in is that they might still name, like, AD as a reserve, but they'll be a replacement player. Right. <laughs> is Zion an all-star to y'all? Who? Is Zion an all-star? That's uh, tough. That's tough, yeah. I don't know. It is. <laughs> I don't know. To be honest. Getting off, that's the thing. <laughs> facts. I mean... <laughs> But so he, the, the thing is, the thing is, if he makes it, it'll be pure popular. Because can we definitively say that he should make it over Brandon Ingram? That's mm. true. That's true. You feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Everybody just loves Zion, and we know why. Because he's six eight, and he's two seventy. He can jump out the gym and all this type of stuff. But 
it's more of a popularity contest if we're gonna put them in the if we're gonna put them in because Brandon Ingram has an argument to make it as well. Right. Like, should we even put Zion in over Brandon Ingram? Would be my question, and I I can't definitively say yes. So I don't I don't know with Zion, man. It, sometimes I. I he he does put he puts his numbers up and everything, but sometimes I get a little when people kind of blow him up and everything. I'm like, man, I mean, yeah, everybody's just fascinated because he's just running around and catch alley oops and dunk and stuff. So I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. I'm looking up. <laughs> he averaging twenty five and six. I mean, twenty five and seven on sixty percent shoot. Dang. Nah, that's tough. Dang. <laughs> that's tough. That's tough. Or, uh, like what I what I would say when I mean when it's layups and dunks, dog, it's a little it's easy. I just put it like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm being a little too hard on him. So I don't, I don't know. No, I, I feel I feel you. It ain't I, like he I, put. I, it's not like he pulled a Jamal Murray where he went for fifty and like it was it was from all over type deal. I only missed four shots and didn't even take a free throw or something like that. You know, but I don't know, man. It's. I like out west is out west is hard. I, I hate I would hate to be a coach or whoever who all votes for the reserves again. Is it coaches and is it media? Is it just coaches and media, I think? I think yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they good luck with that having to deal with the West. I mean I I think I think we're all in consensus consensus with the East. I definitely think of course Tatum, Brown, Bam, Jimmy, Harden. Um, Julius Randle should definitely be an All Star because, bro, twenty—that's All Star numbers, bro. Twenty-three and eleven. <laughs> there's, there's no like that. If he doesn't get, if he doesn't get voted in, bro, like that's gonna be a shame. At that point, that's like, that's just, that's just basically saying f the Knicks. <laughs> like they basically just saying forget, forget New York, bro, and like. Why Why would you not put anyone from the Knicks in the All-Star game? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just right. – it's almost like that's weird not having a Nick in there. Like, and it's been like that for a minute anyway, but – They're the AC right now. Like, come on, man. When the last time the Knicks been relevant in the playoff run? Going towards God. the All-Star break. <laughs> man, what? Come on, no, no, normally at this point, it's like, yeah, with the Knicks being the Knicks, so they ain't they they not winning. Already. Oh, yeah. There's no reason to even talk about them. It's over. Yeah, yeah. Trey Young and and, and Zach Lev- yeah Zach Levine should definitely be an All Star. He man, he gotta get out of Chicago, bro. Right. Yeah, he does. He does. He gotta get out. I don't. I don't know. But yeah, the West the West is hard, bro. Because it's. I mean, it's gonna be PG. It's gonna be Dame. It's gonna be Donovan Mitchell. It's gonna be D Book. Um, they might even. They, somebody might mess around and try to throw Rudy Gobert's name in there, bro. I don't know. I don't huh. know. Yeah, that's just, I mean, it's the only thing I would say, I think, with like you said, with, with it being media and coaching, I don't know if he'll get that media love like he probably yeah. would from coaches. You know, I think the coaches respect his game, but I don't know, like, that media love. That's why I would even put That's what I'm saying, but with the West, bro, because even you can even – I mean, cause if you're going to say – somebody going to say Ja, too – I mean, if I'm De'Aaron Fox, I'm going to be like, what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, bro. So, it's just, 
I think with the, it's just going to come down to who really out there got the most popularity when it comes to with the media. Because, I mean, they, you know, had the time they kind of like surface level looking at it anyway. So a guy like like a job is a little more popular than De'Aaron. So I think it's going to come like whoever like left that's still the most popular. I feel like are you hear the mo- most about it's probably going to be the guys that slide in. Yeah. He a no, man. Man. He got to get up out of Sacramento. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if he will, though. He just signed that extension. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he got the that, deal. <laughs> that made me mad. Yeah, that made me mad yeah. when he signed that. Yeah, I don't know. How how do y'all feel about the fans voting the starters, bro? Do you like so they can? I know it's been going on for a minute, all right? And like some, I guess like some years, it's kind of like all right, y'all just voted for like your favorite player. Which I mean, I get it. Right. I think this is a rare case where this year they kind of they actually did vote the right guys to be starters. Um, but like, do y'all feel like the NBA should continue just to let fans get majority of the starting vote? I don't think they get the full hundred percent, but I think they do majority of it. Yeah, man. After they had Zaza Pachula, man, that year at the Warriors. <laughs> after they had, <laughs> after they had that man as like the number two vote getter for front court, man. I said, yeah, you got to do something about this. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like that's crazy. I think I think fans should get fifty. It should be fifty fifty, bro. It should be like 50, 50 fans, and then if you want to split twenty five, coach twenty five media, so or even let the play, but let, like let the players have a, a say. You know what I'm saying? Like how much they vote count because they the ones that'd like, be dope. Because the- yeah, that'd be dope. Now that'd be dope. Yeah, you can't have. I've, I wouldn't have no more than 50, man, because like you said, it's going to come down to who, to who you like more. You know what I'm saying? And it's not really going to be. I mean, that's why Brad Bill kept getting snubbed for so long. D-Book got snubbed a couple of times, you know, because it wasn't like who who's who's the best 12 guys in this conference so far this year. It was more just like, oh, well, we live in L.A. I can crazy. I can vote. You know, we got they got, you know, what is it? Five, six, seven plus million people in L.A. They can all vote for Caruso. And it's like, bro, he ain't no all-star. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, like, when you do it like that, these these bigger markets don't be able to vote, you know, for whoever's, like, they fan favorite for their team. Yeah, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't know. This. Yeah, the, the, the fan folks is, uh, I don't know. Some, sometimes, like you said, when you got Zaza Pachulia, you're talking about number two. All right, we got to. We we got to change something like like Bashan said something not right, the algorithm not right. Somebody doing something, someone twisting something up. But, but it, it's you the All Star game it, it's for the fans. They trying to find you know you want to find a way to engage the fans and everything like that. I do think I do like that idea of letting the players like have a say because they like you said they're the ones that's out there playing against these guys night in and night out. So they know who really doing work and who, you know, who isn't. Well, you got a guy, like I said, it, and even Bashan said, it's some of these guys, it becomes a popularity. De'Aaron Fox is balling, but he not, he's not going to get in because he's in Sacramento and everybody loves drama rent. So nobody's going to vote for De'Aaron Fox. But people are going to vote for Job because they know Job more and they, he's more popular. He's more popular uh, athlete right now than De'Aaron Fox is. Where... If the players have more of a say, Darren Fox might get in over John Moret. So I, I do like that idea of, of including the players in it. Um, but they're going to keep the fan vote just because they 
All-Star weekend, All-Star game is for the fans. So you want the fans, you know, you want the ratings and everything, people to come out and show support. So you're going to – whatever the fans want and who they want to see, that's what you want in the game. So I don't think that's going to change too, too much. Facts. Yeah. But, uh, man, move on real quick. So the game of the week, I guess, or game of the night or whatever, earlier this week that everyone was looking forward to was, of course, Brooklyn versus L.A. I mean, didn't really – it's just a regular season game. doesn't really mean too much. But, I mean, how how troubling is it right now, or at least for L.A., especially not having A.D. right now who's going to be out, I guess, for at least another month with – they want to call it a calf strain, but it's an Achilles. I, I I hate them trying to like downplay like it's an Achilles. It's, let's let's not let's cut the bullshit. Like it's an Achilles. All right. Um. What what does what does LA need to do in this in this time frame to while he's trying to recover and get healthy? What do they need to do? Need to be working on. And then, what are some positives for for Brooklyn? Brooklyn, I think right now with that the win right there gave them with a five six game win streak. Now I think, right? Yeah. Um, what more positives that they need to work on? Because the thing with them, I, I've seen is of course like playing the playing the teams that are five hundred and above. Like they hyped up, they ready for those games, but they turn around and lose to Cleveland twice or <laughs> lose to. Like yeah. a, t- a team under five hundred, but so far this year, uh, you know, LA they've been struggling against the teams over five hundred. So, what do, respectively for each team, what do they need to do and work on from now, during from now until the All Star break until AD gets back for LA to the point to where maybe it's going to be the the collision course for them two to meet up again in the finals because that's what it could possibly be. Well, for for LA, first priority needs to be figuring out what's going on with AD, giving him as much rest, rehab, everything that he needs because um, if this was the collisions course, if it is going to be LA Lakers versus Brooklyn um, in the finals, I don't see, I don't see how the Lakers would will win with a full with a fully healthy Brooklyn Nets squad. I don't see that happening. So first thing first they gotta get um they gotta get A D healthy. And then am I with them having you know they're not playing well against teams over five hundred, is that concerning a little bit, but I'm not gonna put too much stock into it right now. Um the playoffs is the playoffs is a different monster. So we'll, we'll we'll see when you know what happens when when uh, when they get there and everything. Because I mean, I mean, with Utah the way they're playing, the Clippers are still around. Who knows? I mean, Steph Curry is playing out of his mind <laughs> with the Warriors. Um, so we'll see. They definitely have some things they got they got to clean up. But I think first and foremost is is getting AD healthy. Um, and then if they need to make any moves, I don't, I don't know if they need to make any moves as far as trades or anything like that. Um, but for Brooklyn, it's just their mentality. They, like you said, they that just shows that they're not ready for a big time yet. If you get you play up 
to competition and then down to competition, your mental, your mental is not where it needs to be. So they got to figure that out and get their mental right and be able to play consistently against everybody. It's not, oh, we're playing the Lakers, so we're all hyped and ready to, ready to go. And then we turn around, like you said, we're playing Cleveland and we drop two. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't add up. That just shows a lack of maturity to me. So they got to uh, get that together because um, if they're going to play like that, they could be bounced. They're talented enough to win the finals. But if they're going to play like that with that mentality and not, you know, um, wise up and be a little bit more mature, they could get have an early exit in the playoffs. So um, that's my take on, on both on both squads right now. Man, I'm gonna say first with the Lakers. Obviously, you know you won't. You gotta have AD healthy. You're not winning. You know, a ring without a healthy without a healthy AD. I think with them, they should be they should be on the market looking for another guy right now that can go get them a that can go get his own bucket because without AD on the floor having LeBron like just watching this game that just ended right now. They just lost to Miami. You know, they only scored 94 points. Normally, you know, especially, in, I mean, with a healthy AD, the Lakers are, are going to hit one, 115. You know what I'm saying? So right. you got to find a guy. I feel like whether that's going to get Jamal Crawford, whether that's looking at Isaiah Thomas, you know, whether that's going and trying to make a trade for a J.J. Redick, a guy that can get hot, hit you, run off three, four, five threes in a row. Maybe if it's, you know, pulling something together, even trying to get like a Levine out there, if you can. You know what I'm saying? I know you're going to have to give up some stuff. I don't even know if the Lakers even have something that the Chicago won't because obviously they're going to need pieces to make that trade. But you to me, you going to need another guy's going to go there to go get a bucket because, like, I, I mean, they literally threw a lineup out there today, bro. Alex Caruso, LeBron, Harold, Taylor Horton Tucker, and KCP. Yikes. We got only only guy out there that's that can create his own shot is LeBron. You won't I mean, yeah, Caruso, energy guy, cool. If he were your orchestrating your offense, I think as a opposing team, you'll take that. You know what I'm saying? So I think they gotta find a guy and then maybe when Schroeder gets back, that'll help a little bit. So maybe they just stand pat for what they are and he can kind of boost his scoring. But I still think they need another guy, even as I mean, to me, getting to Isaiah Thomas or Jamal Carver, guy like that, to even come off the bench, bro, that's only going to go because we all, I mean, especially with Jamal Carver, we all know, bro, can run off. Even at 39-40, I mean, bro, last game at 39, two years ago, he had 50. You know what I'm saying? In the season. <laughs> Easy. So, after, and you said that man right now, give me 12, 13 minutes in a playoff game, bro, can easily run you off 10, 15 points, he get high. So I think yeah. need a guy that can go get a bucket for sure. And and then they got to me they got to square up man to with, with the bigs it, it, it's some consistency you know what I'm saying because what what Gasol are we getting I know we're not getting Grizzlies Gasol but bro can you I mean can you move your feet a little bit you know what I'm saying because he's gonna, <laughs> he gonna get killed in the switches in the playoffs you know what I'm saying yeah. like the, the 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 Clippers are gonna they gonna expose even if you play a team a young team like like Phoenix bro they gonna kill him with Aiden. Bringing, bringing Aiden and then putting D, uh, D Book and Chris Paul with him in, in the one-on-ones, and he's not going to be – you know what I'm saying? And, he, and then that's only going to help the bigs on these teams because if Gasol got to step out, obviously that's going to be a bucket for the guards. But even if not, like on the switch, then you putting Schroeder and Caruso and some of these other guys, you know what I'm saying, in, in situations with bigs. And then you putting all that pressure on AD, and hopefully, you know, he's at 100% by then, like you're saying – 
the key leagues, bro, might not be 100% by the, through the, the rest of the season. You know what I'm saying? So I think they really got to scrub, you know, consistency with the bigs. Like, Harold, I mean, they're they going to have to get that six-man Harold, you know, not this guy that's, you know, nine or ten points, can't shoot behind beyond six feet, you know, out there being energetic, fouling, talking a lot of trash, but not really affecting the game. They need, like, that six, that dog six-man, you know, with Clippers Harold where he's 15, 16 points, couple blocks, energy guy. So I think they got to really screw up the big man. They got to find another score. With Brooklyn, I would say, and to me, bro, I feel, I feel like people overrating the defense with Brooklyn because in, in basketball, bro, it's not about can you – It ain't. we ain't talking 0-4 Pistons, bro, hold somebody to 90 points. You know what I'm saying? It's like can you get Because yeah, that ain't happening no more exactly. in the NBA, bro. Like, get the stops. You need to get the stops. Whether that's getting two or three in the last minute, minute ahead, that's all you got to do because people understand they got three certified – scores three of the best we've ever seen kd to me is the best score we've ever seen period so it's like you got three guys that can go get you 30 plus points in their sleep period like bro like easy playoffs, they can go get you combined for 100 just them three bro so like they can i mean joe harris is shooting i, I, I i'm about to say yeah don't don't let him get hot <laughs> stroking that thing right now so to me with them bro it's gonna be would they have enough depth? Because a lot of these guys they signed in are getting hurt before they like Shumper ain't even played yet, bro. You know what I'm saying? And it's like Roberson. I mean, I ain't really remember brushing sixteen with the you know when they lost to the Warriors. Like he been on a down call since since he got paid. Really, man, I don't even want to talk about him, bro. And they yeah. bigs, man. The, the Brooklyn <laughs> had to go get some bigs because this is not DeAndre Jordan with the Clippers. You know they gonna have to go find some. And even to me, bro, let's. I mean, we all seen it. We were talking about a group match, bro. Like, going to get Drummond is not the answer to me because Drummond's never been known as a defensive big one. And two, I don't think he's going to impact. Like, he ain't really shoot. So then all he's going to do is kind of clog up the lane for, I mean, James Harden, who's obviously a, a pick and roll slasher. Obviously, he can shoot. But, like, you know, he's looking to get, get to the line. I mean, they, I, to me, you got to go find a defensive big that can, like, step out. So whether, I'm obviously not – not they're not gonna get Brooke Lopez, but somebody like like a Brooke Lopez that's, that can screen and just pop out and then be being to move his feet on defense. But to me, bro, I feel like bar injury, Brooklyn gonna be in the playoffs, man. That's just too much firepower, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just it's just too much firepower. And we know what Kyrie and KD do when the, when the lights shine brightest, bro. Like they they get to it, bro. So I feel like I feel like it's gonna be more of an up in the air with the Lakers getting there than Brooklyn just because if AD's not healthy. Uh, that opens the door for for the Clippers and then maybe even Denver if they can kind of get together. Yeah, but see, I like what you said, man. You know, people people been dogging Brooklyn about their their defense and everything, but it's like you said, they get the stops when they need them. Exactly right. Granted, granted, yeah, you don't want to you don't want to give up 120 points, but when you like people, well, they got to score 140, 150 points to win. I mean, they can do that. That's a thing, bro. Like they could easily have two dudes averaging thirty and a dude averaging like twenty-seven. Easy, <laughs> easy. So it's okay. Yeah, we. Yeah, you score one twenty, but you got us. Like we gonna score one forty. So what you gonna do? And when we need a stop, we can get it because it's not like KD can't play defense. James Harden has he's gotten better. He still ain't no defensive stopper or anything like that. But they have guys on that team that play defense. So as long as you get the stops when you need them, it really doesn't matter because you have shot makers all over. 
You, exactly. James Harden just hit a game winner uh, earlier this week. Right. And, and KD and uh, and Kyrie didn't play. Didn't even play the Phoenix game. Yeah. So. <laughs> And and it, and honestly, they was they was dead to rights in that game, bro. They had I don't even know how they even came back, but they did. I'm, I'm with y'all too, bro. With Brooklyn, bro. I think I think folks talking about the defense is is is, is really blasphemy at this point. It is what it is because in this NBA, bro, and you're not. It's rare to for anybody to even be under a hundred at this point. Really, one ten at this point. Like you, it's teams as probably averaging even teams at the bottom they're averaging 100 plus and still losing <laughs> so i i think the defense thing doesn't really make any any difference bro sometimes it just happens to where someone is just having a hell of a night like how Colin Sexton had a hell of a night against them how Bradley Beal had a hell of a night against them like it is it, is players is going to have to have games like that for them to even still have a chance against Brooklyn bro like there's this the only way that they getting stopped is if they stop themselves at this point almost pretty much. And then of course if there's a team that's just loaded with bigs, which is, you know, the only thing that's stopping them is probably trying to get them another big just to plug up in their front court. Um with LA, yeah, I think they I think they have to find some type of move right now. But also at the same time, I mean, it's still a regular season. You know, maybe they can have that that championship mentality to where they just kind of like, let's just make sure we're healthy by the time the playoffs get there. Because, I mean, having the best record, I mean, right now, especially since last year dealing with COVID and everything like that, none of that really means anything to a certain extent. Because, I mean, it's not like there's going to be a crowd there at these games or anything right now anytime soon, or at least not too many, too much of a big crowd to where it can make a huge advantage right now. So uh I don't know. Just it'd be interesting to see with that. Man. Last last little topic though, and then before we head out or yeah, before we head out, Anthony Edwards dog. <laughs> <laughs> Someone died on nine one one. Bro, is is that is that is that already dunk of the year, bro? We might as well just hang it up for any other dunks, bro. Is that dunk of the year already? Facts, bro. Is that facts? Yeah, yeah, it's probably a wrap. I don't know if anybody's gonna be able to top that one. I don't know. Bro, as my man depreciated yesterday, man, my man climbed the attic on that one, bro. I'm talking about <laughs> the upper room, bro. <laughs> With upstairs, like I, we talked about it before the show. If you look at the picture, my man's head is at the rim. And his, I'm talking about his hand is at least, at least eight inches above the rim. I don't know, I don't know the guy's name that came over and tried to help block it, but he should have just, you know, you got to make a business decision sometimes, man. Sometimes it's not, a, you got to let, you got to let folks have it sometimes. Because now you're on a t-shirt. <laughs> For real, a poster. Forever. You're on the poster for sure. Oh, <laughs> you know, I'm talking about. I seen Kevin Hart made a post about it. Like people are po- <laughs> like taking the picture and posting on Instagram about like, dude. Oh yeah, that might be it. I don't know who. I don't know if somebody tops that. They gotta like do that with like a windmill or something or like a 360 or something. Like Jeez. I don't know, dude. You gotta do some 
dunk contest type stuff to top that one. <laughs> man. All right. So we, we're going to go ahead and um, wrap this up, man. Oh, before we go ahead and wrap it up, though, quick shout out. Uh, big major congratulations to Naomi Osaka, Australian Open champion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Damn, she just she really whooped she whooped everybody ass. <laughs> I, I can't. I mean, there ain't no other way to put it. Bro. She whooped everybody. Even Serena, she whooped everybody's ass. Yeah. Like, I saw a couple of people like on on my timeline was like, she got next. I'm like, nah, she got now. Like, yeah, I was surprised got, that that she she beat Serena like that. That kind yeah. of was like, oof. Okay, uh, I see you for real, huh? Yeah. You yeah. She she got it now, like for real. It ain't it ain't next, bro. She got it now, but man, big shout outs to her for sure, man. Um, so as we get ready to wrap it up, bro, uh, Brashawn, you got any 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 last words, any shout outs to anyone? This is what we always do towards the end of the show. Uh, man, no, I ain't got any uh, not any shout outs, man. Just appreciate y'all letting me be on, man. Let me let me come on your podcast, man. Glad both of y'all doing good, man. So that, that's all I got, man, for sure. It's all love. Yeah, man, no problem, bro. It was good having you on here too, bro. We we had to have we had to put somebody on here with some for some legit hoop hoop expertise on here, bro. We couldn't just put <laughs> any, anyone on here like that, bro. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> and we gotta have you back too. We're gonna have you back for sure. We gotta come on back. Definitely gotta come on back. But um always the same shout out. Shout outs to um Lord and Savior for bringing us to another episode and everything like that. Continuing to um, wear your mask, be safe. Um, we are still in a global pandemic, so as I always say, let's act like it. Let's continue to do what we need to do so we can put this thing to to a, to a hope. We can stop this thing and get back to some some form of normalcy. Um, and um, I've always talked about you know your purpose and finding your purpose and things but uh, been real heavy this past week on um, what you know finding what drives you what drives you what's your what is your why what drives you to do what you do um, in your field um, who are you doing it for who are you grinding for things of that nature so I just um Challenge people, you know, to take a step back and really, really think about who who are you grinding for? What are you grinding for? And um, to once you figure that out, man, just every day, you know, set a reminder, reminder every day, days when you don't feel like getting up and doing certain things, you don't feel like going to work, you don't feel like dealing with folks, you don't feel like um, doing whatever it is you got to do, just. Take a peek at it. If you got to write it down, just remember your why. Remember who you're doing it for. If you're doing it for yourself, you might not get up. You might not go to work. You might find a way out. But if you're doing it for somebody else that you really care about, um, it'll drive you to keep to keep going. So that's all I got, man. For sure. Man, same with me, bro. Um, shout out to the big man upstairs. Um, shout out to y'all for being on here with me, um, expressing ourselves, letting us express ourselves through this platform, man. This is always something that 
I, um, I always look forward to um, to do. Um, shout out to my man Papa Sanders, of course, uh, back home in Memphis. Um, man, yeah, continue to stay safe, man. Protect ourselves at all times for sure. We are still in the pandemic. Um, let's not act crazy out here. Some of y'all couldn't act crazy because we've been snowed in all week. So <laughs> y'all need to stay stay like that. But that's another story, another day. Um, man, love black women, cherish black women, protect black women. Um, no means no. No means no. Sure. <laughs> you feel me? Man, oh God, Kellen Winslow. Oh my God. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Yeah, man. Wherever you at, that 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 trumps anything, no matter where you at, bro, for sure. Um man, support uh support black businesses out here if you can, man. It is Black History Month. Uh, but support at 365 every month, all year round, not just Black History Month, but definitely during this time, man. Support you a black business, whether it's big or small. Um, man, listen and, to, listen and subscribe to the podcast. It's on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify. Um, it, you can play it through SoundCloud, um, wherever you can find your podcast head. Those main three things is where it's usually at in SoundCloud. Listen and subscribe. Tell your mama them, tell your auntie them, tell your cousin them to do that. Man, uh, follow the Instagram. It's at Easy Money Sports Podcast. Follow the Twitter, podcast underscore EMS. Uh, that's where we drop our snippets at and everything through the episode. So definitely um, go ahead and follow that. Like, retweet, repost, do all that stuff, man. Um Until the next time, man, this has been another great episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Peace.